Hi, it's Leah, and you're listening to Love Leah. It's been a long time, and um, I have to tell you why. Like, sorry, by the way, on the background you'll have rain because it just um, relaxes me to sit outside and record. And I really need that relaxation because for some reason, like, like I said, I will just break it down to you. I had my portfolio um, and then I had my final. So obviously that was just a time when, when I got too busy to record. And I really missed recording and just talking um, on my podcast and just sharing these, these um, stories and these messages. And um, after that, I actually, my vacation started. So I actually had time. But every time I tried to record, every time I felt like, okay, I should talk about this or... Um, I should record this every time I tried something I just felt like it wasn't good enough because it's, it's been such a long time and I really wanted this episode to um, work out again you know like to to have a, a, a nice episode again and I guess <laughs> I just that's the reason I'm just like I just have to start re- to recording again and Bezat Hashem improve on the way because I feel like Sometimes we put such um, expectation for ourselves that we we try and we try and we we want we really want it to work out in a certain way, um, and sometimes it doesn't. And and then sometimes what we do is we say, okay, so never mind, I will just not record it or I'll, I'll do it another time, and then it just never happens. Um, and it's definitely, you know, I miss recording. I miss talking to you. I miss um, sharing my stories. I really missed working on my podcast. And I just feel like I, I put the boundary so high because I felt like oh, I was away for such a long time. I should really record an episode that is world, world, uh, worthwhile. And, you know, I can't like mess it up. And, you know, it's you're just setting like this boundary for yourself um but in the end nothing is perfect like you know and i just like hope that hashem will help me to say whatever i need to say and that this too uh, will be um a nice episode and an inspiring one um so since i just want to get back into recording i'm just going to record um in one straight line so i'm sorry if the rain bothers but i find it actually quite relaxing so i hope you do too um so uh, what i was thinking about sharing because a question that i get often um since i talked about about it a little bit on a previous episode was uh, my internship Uh, i talked about it i think my third episode that i made i made it on hair covering um, and I shared a bit about the struggles that I went through, um, you know, like in, in my internship. And a question that I get a lot is what happened to that internship? Um, what is the story around it? So that's what I'm um, going to tell you today. But I want to co- tell you the complete story. I don't want to just share pieces of it. I really want to con- tell you the complete story because sometimes we have really the opportunity to see something fall out and we don't always have that in life you know um but to tell you the complete story i have to break it down to you and i have to go um a little bit back in time 
uh, about two and a half years ago. Uh, I was working in marketing and sales and also eventually uh, social media. And I worked one year in that company. And it's quite funny because I actually um, started working there when we were growing, obviously. But when we weren't like, I wasn't on the level of obviously where I am today, but um, I wasn't on on a level where I would wear skirts every day, for instance, it's just an example. So um, I grew a lot like religiously while I was working there. So in that year, I really uh, grew a lot. I um, grew from eating still um, things from the non-kosher store um, or wearing pants to only wearing skirts, only eating things um, from a kosher store, um, only being Shomer uh, Nigia um, and things like that. So I grew a lot in that year, Baruch Hashem, and the years to follow uh, as well, but um, that didn't match too well with that office. And it, I, I find that it that didn't really match um, that world of sales. I don't know if you, if anyone listening to this has ever worked in sales or marketing, I, I'm sure they know what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about, because sales is really a di different world. It's like, I don't know how to explain it, to be honest. Um, but let's just say that that wasn't the place for me anymore. But I just didn't know. I didn't also want to quit because I didn't know. I was kind of like stuck. I didn't know what to do, you know. Um, so at one point, they actually, um, I, I had to stay home for a long time because I um had some severe back pains and after that period i really felt like this wasn't the job where i was supposed to be in um and eventually after when i came back i think a month or so afterwards they had to uh, save within the company and they actually had to fire me they didn't necessarily had to fire me because i wasn't the last one that was hired but i was really really happy uh when they did fire me and um yeah they did decide to let me go and some other uh colleague of mine but the issue was like i was really stuck because i didn't know what to do like i was really happy that i didn't have to work in a job um i didn't have to you know be there while i wasn't comfortable because they they made such a huge deal out of such like small things like for example out of Shomer Nigia I remember telling my boss that like oh I'm sorry I am starting to to become like Shomer Nigia I didn't say like Shomer Nigia but like by the way if anyone's listening that doesn't know that is what Shomer Nigia is Shomer Nigia means that you don't touch um, the opposite sex so meaning I don't touch women uh, men uh, other than um, my husband, my brother, and my father, and obviously my sons, Bezrat Hashem. Um, and like the same for men um, with women. So um, in that world, it's really like um, regular that people just give you a kiss on the cheek. Like, I don't know, it's, I find it a very Belgian thing to do. Um, and like one day I just decided to take all up of all my courage and just said like sorry but I really don't feel comfortable giving the the men and it was only two men in that at, at the time when I uh, when I told them that uh, I don't feel comfortable uh, giving them giving you and this other guy um, 
a kiss on the cheek like I just don't feel comfortable and I, I remember this colleague that I was quite close to she was next to me and he was like what we, we don't have a religion in the office and he really like freaked out like my mush freaked out um so I cut this to this whole thing like really upset me you know because I just like I have the right not to touch anyone you know like if I don't want to um and I went to the other male colleague and I asked him would it offend you if I won't give you a uh, kiss on the cheek anymore and he said like no it's fine so it was really like the male ego I guess from my boss at the time that got hurt um but it was a whole yeah it, it was not appropriate um let's just say that um so anyways so I, I got fired from the job and I was really just wondering what I should do next um it was also the first time in years that I could actually to think about what I wanted to do and what would suit my Torah observant life um because I didn't finish my high school degree I'm sure I've, I've spoken about this already but I I didn't have the chance, kind of. Like, I had the chance, obviously, but I chose uh, different paths. Um, when I was in my senior year of high school, I doubled a year. So, technically, I would have finished. But, you know, Hashem <laughs> has his ways and has his plans. So, uh, I was in my senior year. And actually, I had a few more months to go. I met my husband in January of my last year. Then we got engaged in March. And in around, like, April, I left. So I only had like April, um, May and June and then I would, would have finished but he couldn't stay here so I went with him to Israel. <laughs> um, so, it, you know, I, I've never regretted the decision and Baruch Hashem, you know, like I really feel um, that was the right decision for me. Um, but that made that I always felt like I didn't know what to do meaning like I didn't know what job I should do like I always was working in restaurants and sales and it's something that you can easily grow in without having necessarily a big degree or something like that um, and I liked working working in restaurants but that didn't suit the the lifestyle anymore since I you know started to keep Shabbat and I couldn't work on Fridays and on Saturdays which is basically times that they usually need you and if you work those days they can give you other days as well plus it's not not so it's news you know like it has all these things to it um like i guess it depends where and all of that too yeah but i'm not like saying this shalom, uh, to to offend anyone um this is just you know i'm just telling you my story let's say so I, I was much in a place where I was like, okay, so what I'm going to do now, you know, like something that I would be able to do without having a degree and that would fit my Torah observant life. Um, so it was kind of, you know, it was a bit hard for me to think about what I could do. And obviously at that time, two and a half years ago, I didn't know the people that I know today, obviously, you know. You, you always meet more people or at least we try to right um and i didn't have i don't want to say like the connections but you know in some way i didn't have the connections that i have today um so it was mamash like everything in life <laughs> um how i got to do whatever i'm doing now 
um, I'll tell you uh, the story. So the story um, was that I, I went to a coach, which is basically you can go to a Lopan coach in, in Belgium. Um, always like I, I believe if you're working you can get checks for it um, if you're if you're not working you can there's some way that you can do something like that so I found a way to to do that and I it came out of it that I really liked working with um, teens and just you know I had quite a, a rough childhood to say so um, and I just wanted to use that experience for good I guess and I just wanted to to help teens or young people young adults to yeah i just wanted to work with them that was what came out of it so i had a few options um and exactly around the same time i met someone in the dog park actually um who I, I've never, I've never, now I don't see her anymore. So it's Mama Jashka Chapratit, you know, um, who was following a course with the government. Because in Belgium, you have this system. If you're fired from a job, you can get government support. And apparently now I know, but then I didn't know. And then, you know, through that lady, I knew that you can follow uh, courses through the government as well. And sometimes they freeze your support, meaning that you get that support throughout the whole course. If you're, you know, pass uh, and everything like that. So that's how I started to like know that um, I could follow such a course um, and in the same time I had that coach uh, that was helping me figure out what I wanted to do next so I was looking in the, into the courses and um, I actually realized that I, I can actually um, follow a bachelor's um, without even having my degree because I was above a certain age and I just needed to do a test to see that my level is um, of yeah like of a, a good my my intellect my intellect is on a good level i guess um i don't know how to explain it really well but you know that's i guess what they test so they just test like um comprehensive reading and things like that so um it was really funny because i I'll all figured everything out by i think uh july or august and so I, I worked myself in and we had to do like several interviews and turned out like that I had to do a test and this test they only do twice a year, you know, from this high school. Uh, it's not it's not the equivalent of a high school degree, but you can with this test study further and get your bachelor's and then it basically doesn't matter if you have a high school degree or not. So um, I did this test and the interviews that, you know, I, I, I would be appropriate for this course and all of that in like a week and a half so it was a crazy crazy busy week I also had to move myself to the other side of the country you know it was really crazy because here they already did that test so I had to find a place where they didn't do that test because it doesn't really matter uh, where you do that test so anyways not to make it too complicated in the end I started college and um, that's how I enrolled in college okay <laughs> Um, so the first year I had some issues with like the Chagim because obviously the lessons um, continued. It's not like you, you, you have free for your Chag and the lesson don't continue. And I also had some issues like that they put deadlines on Chagim and then they didn't let me to um, 
like do do the uh, have the deadline later on but so i had to really plan everything beforehand which i still do but you know uh, you get used to it i guess and then um i started my second year so um this is all just this was all just two years ago okay so this was the um two and a half years ago until a year ago so now i'm starting from the last year <laughs> um so then i started my second year and i have to say i had quite a hectic start um i'm sure that those who listen that know me uh, know that because um, i you know i did my gear so um i had to separate from my husband for because we became religious together and i had to step from separate from my husband for three months and we did that so i think starting from july or june don't exactly remember but in the summer we started just quite funny because it was finally summer and we finally could do things together after having such a hectic year and then you know we had to separate so it was really hard um and then we also decided to move so we found a nice apartment um and we we wanted to move <laughs> um and then we also had my like our wedding um in the end of september so it was mamash and my school year started mid-september and then you also had the chagim that was during that period <laughs> so it was mamash and you also had corona okay it was mamash a crazy crazy time i'm really happy i got through it so you know i had quite a hectic start to be honest um it was just a lot with the with the gear the move the separation because i also wanted to like we're just renting but i just wanted to renovate like not renovate but like paint my whole apartment because i really wanted to feel like this would be a home like i always i never did that to really decorate and put effort into that but i feel like it's so important because i just wanted it to feel like a home like our home and I think it's so important even if you're renting you know so it was quite a lot to say the least um, and then obviously I started to um, cover my hair and I think by by everyone's surprise I did that I started to doing that with mitpachot and the issue there um, came to be so I, I got married 30th of September um, the 12th of Tishrei and um, in October after the, the the vacation in October the school vacation because we also have the school vacation since I'm studying to become a teacher um, the after my school vacation I immediately after had internship so it's not really a vacation that we have just on the side note it's more like a preparation time <laughs> for the internships um, so then I had my first internship and I was really like nervous for it, um, but mostly also nervous because like the internship from that previous year fell kind of away, like we had to do it online, but it's not to our classmates, but it wasn't really such a big deal. But now I really had to go to um, the schools and uh, that first experience so I had, it was like the end of October. So one month after my wedding, I had my internship and in the between that month it was crazy um, with the Chagim also and I had some crazy stories I, I believe I I um, shared it already with that lady that like 
mamash hit me also a little bit and then my wedding which you know was a corona wedding and it was really hard for me um to process that as well it was really really a tough time um so the end of october i finally had my internship and um i was really in to be honest i was not looking forward to that because i just knew like i would have such an issue with it and you know the funny thing is i knew from the first year that i would have issues with it if they would force me to have internships at non-jewish schools and i just from the first year i already asked them please put me in a jewish school please give me an internship in a jewish school i sent in so many mails but they just didn't co cooperative they weren't cooperative and cooperate sorry uh, they didn't um cooperate and it was it was insane um so the kids so i went to my first internship and uh, i went we had we have like an internship that is divided it's a few weeks and uh, the first week is usually just an observation and then we just start giving classes um so i did my observation with just a hat like a, a normal hat and i knew they're gonna say something if i say that it, i cover for religious reasons so she asked me the the, the teacher I, I would just call i will just call her my mentor okay she um she asked me this mentor like um why do you cover your hair and i told her because i'm i i have an illness and i don't i didn't just want to stir like I was really like debating what should I do, you know, I was debating should I, sh I didn't feel good about lying, but I also didn't want to make this huge thing about just a hat, you know, it's so neutral, the students didn't like really be more attention to what I was wearing on my head. Um, but then, you know, she went behind my back and contacted my teacher. So, you know, they contacted me and it was this whole thing. And they told me basically either you drop out or you put a wig. So I put a wig. I, um, it was really not an easy decision. I'm saying it easy, but it was really not. I was like debating, should I just stop this, this internship? Cause I didn't feel good with the decision. I just, I really didn't know what to do but in the end I decided uh, to buy a synthetic wig and just finish this internship uh, I wanted a synthetic wig because I felt like I don't want to put like hair on my on my head and you know so anyways <laughs> it, you know it all comes because I have a very I, I took the decision of covering my hair with mitpachot very um, conscious like it was very much like much something that I decided, okay, I want to do this and my neshama connects to this. That's why I didn't want to put um, wigs. I didn't want to, you know, but I kind of, I guess, was forced into it. Um, and so I, I bought this synthetic wig and I, it was actually a long one and I cut it. Uh, I got it very ugly because like you know I'm not a wig <laughs> uh, hairstylist or something like that and it's also like synthetic hair so it's very hard to cut so it had like a long bangs and I cut them like short <laughs> and I cut my my the hair like the wig hair the, the synthetic hair short okay it was it was not pretty okay <laughs> it was really not pretty but okay you know I just put it and um, every time I went to school I felt like you know really strange because I was putting like a scarf over my wig to go out and like not as not like very tight because I didn't want to I didn't want to put the wig there why because like 
it it took me a while to put it on um so i put like a loose scarf over my head like you would do if you would walk in the rain or something like that um but it was like not raining you know <laughs> so i went uh i went like that and i got like a few comments and it's so funny because like they say this hat is not neutral but really like with the hat i had no issues but once i came with a wig the, the the students gave me so many issues and they were, they, they really like were mean um and it's it's a, it's fine if students are mean but if they are mean because you're a different religion and they are kind of like racist it's it's hard you know as a teacher students don't know that but as a teacher and you're standing in front of that whole classroom you feel so tiny like i cannot explain it to you you feel so tiny and that's why in the start it's so hard to teach it's so hard to start teaching because you feel so it's like all you think they see everything and all your security like insecurities come up and but you know you just feel really tiny and it was like my first experience as a teacher you know and they they just gave like comments like you know like not just questions out of curiosity i'm sure there was some curiosity in it but yeah i don't know okay because so that was a really really traumatic experience for me also the way that mentor handled it was really really just not the the way it should be it should have been handled um, she wrote me feedback of like seven pages, but just like criticism. Um, and if you're already feeling so insecure and you're getting on the top of that such criticism without any like good points or things like that, it's just really hard to deal with. So I was really traumatized. I felt really traumatized after that. I was, it was so hard for me. I felt so down. Like think I just had this rough time, you know, like I just had like a crazy time. The, my the separation with my husband my gyo such emotional time then hagin then the move then the um like painting on my house which wasn't like done before we moved because we had issues getting the key and oh it was such a balagan and and then you know i just started to cover my hair with mipachot and it was already like quite difficult because it's just difficult since not so many people do it here um where i live and it just it took people by surprise i guess and you know if people if if sometimes things um take people by surprise they just make comments not necessarily with bad intentions i guess but you know anyone that covers with me i'm sure can relate um anyways so it was really really hard for me it was a hard period of time for me i really was I don't know. I felt like it was such. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to, even how to word it. It's. It was a crazy time for me. Um. So then, you know, I knew I would have another internship coming up. Why? Because I actually they put me in two schools, and I so I finished this school, which was really insane. Um, there and then I, I was supposed to do uh, for my other uh, subjects uh, so I give d Dutch and English so I did my Dutch course and I just needed to do my English one but they put me in two schools and so the hours overlapped so that's why I had to um, put that other internship during my other classes 
but I just knew I was gonna have issues as well. So I didn't know like what to do next, you know. In the meantime, I contacted this organization called UNIAM. It's like an organization that fights discrimination. Um, and <laughs> I called I called them and I had like this sweet guy on the other phone. <laughs> and I'm sure it was very strange for him. I was like calling him and it was like crying. It was like, how can they do that to me? Like they forcing me to put a put to put a week or like they're taking my right away on education or the freedom of religion and I just don't understand and you know he was so kind he he told me like I'm atheist but I'm completely on your side and I totally understand even though I'm I'm a man and, and I cannot understand <laughs> um and so okay it's like this crazy story and I so um he contacted my my college basically and he had a talk with the head of my college and you know he really like did steps he wrote a letter he wrote this he wrote that but in the end um came out that they were in their rights because they they cannot make um if they cannot make for one student that they have the same track um of internships in the same kind of schools which doesn't make sense because Either way, I will teach in those schools since it's so hard to teach in non-Jewish schools, you know, like not that the kids are hard. It's just like this mentality of, no, you have to be neutral. And I'm really like, you cannot see that, but I'm putting it between quotation marks because that's not neutral. Like neutral is that you have a reflection of the society and neutral is that everybody feels like they are reflected um neutral is that you know society grows and we should see that the first the first place where we should see that are in schools um and we should have people that cover their hair we should have people that you know come from a different race and you know like all of that in in so-called neutral schools i'm just talking about public schools right now okay um and i just felt like it's it's completely not neutral but they don't understand they don't understand the shame that they put someone through like i'm just like you know Baruch Hashem, like that's always that's how i try to shift my mind because it was very hard for me i'm telling you it was super super hard for me but i'm just trying to i just try to shift my mind to Baruch Hashem, you know, at least I can cover my hair still. Um, you know, not the way I want to, not the way I connect to, but I can still cover it. And, you know, like Muslims, they can't. They, they, they're, they are put through such shame to take it off. And they, they actually have, they don't have something to, to replace it with. Um, and I think that's like, they don't understand what kind of shame it is. You know, I really feel for them because they, they don't have a wig like we do, you know, like it's, yeah, it's, they, they, it's not neutral at all. Let's just keep it on that. Um, anyways, <laughs> to come back to the story. Um, so I knew I was going to have my internship, uh, the second time and I just, I didn't know what to do and it was very short you know, on each other. So I was like, oh, I really wanna, don't want to put this wig again. Should I try it again, you know, with my head? It's just like a beanie. It's not like a fancy head or something. A beanie, it's a simple beanie, you know, I'm not even, it's like a baseball cap. It's like, people, going also weird. Like, what's the big deal? I don't understand. 
So I put the beanie and I, in this school, I happened to not have um, the hours of observation. So I immediately had to teach because I didn't have enough time to um, reach my hours that I had to uh, perform or to like uh, teach. So um, I just immediately put a beanie and I'm, apparently she also uh, sent a mail to my teacher, but for some reason that mail got lost and after she sent another one. So, but actually I was able to do all my hours in a beanie in this school. And I felt like much better, you know, I felt much more comfortable, but okay, you know, whatever. Um, so it went already a little better, which was good for me because like, I really needed a bit of, um, a positive ex experience, um, after such traumatic experience, like that first mentor, ugh, it's like, I can't, she's like, and I feel like it was also really in her, that racist side, she's, I just can't explain it, she was so rude and so like hypocrite Ugh, I, I just can't you know um so because so I, I really needed that and you know eventually I also had a talk with that second mentor of that second school um and she was very understanding I, I explained her why I did what I did I, obviously I didn't want to lie I didn't want to you know do anything bad I just wanted to cover with a beanie really simple you know um and i just wanted to feel like me standing in front of a classroom so anyway she was really understanding and i eventually was able to to do my internship uh like to complete my internship in a beanie um now not so long after that because i was ca catching this internship up in like um a few months and then not so long I had like a break of two weeks or three weeks and then I had another internship in a different school and I was really worried like to be honest I was really really worried um because like this was a school that I heard from one of my classmates she told me like oh a friend of mine went there and they really bullied teachers out and I was like oh my gosh if they're gonna see me like my mentor my my teacher from my college made it clear if I, if you're not going with a wig it's it will not be good because like every time this issue was happening and so it was very very hard for me like I, but i just wanted to get through it like i already got this far i don't want to you know um so and i was really upset like i was gonna i was like thinking like what i what what i'm gonna do like i don't i don't really feel comfortable in this synthetic wig I cannot put my beanie, I cannot put the tichel, because, like, that's even, like, beyond out of the question. Um, but, like, what I'm supposed to do? And, um, so, yeah, it, it was, my classmate told me that this school was where some a place where they bully teacher, teachers out, and I really just didn't know how, like, you know, how I'm supposed to handle it, that if they see me for sure, like, you know, like I'm like the, the focus points of like, you know, if they bully a regular teacher out, like me, that stands out and that is like, you know, visibly Jewish and visibly this and visibly that, it's like, you know, what they're gonna do to me. <laughs> um, so I decided, you know, like to make things a bit easier because the synthetic week also was just not comfortable. Like I couldn't, I was getting headaches. I'm very sensitive to these kind of things. Uh, hence why I also love my techo. I just, I can't, it's too, it's too much for me. Um, 
and um i uh like you know you get used to it but it's it's just i don't like it um and so sorry i'm just trying to grab the 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 line where i was going so i was really worried because this this school was also in an area that is not so it's not such an amazing area let's just say it like that you know it's not such a fancy area or you know um i felt a little bit worried to be honest i felt like you know i, I actually it's funny because i actually used to when i was really small i used to live there but it was like in that time it sounds like ages ago but it's it's really nuts like it's it's a cup like let's say it's been maybe like um 18 years ago or 16 years ago um that i was living there obviously with my parents like not myself <laughs> um and at that time it was a really nice area but things changed you know and so i was really worried i just was worried for my safety i was worried like you know um and in the meantime, you know, people were just telling me, like, all the time, like, what's the big deal? Just, just put a, a, a shade People really didn't understand that it was so hard for me that people are telling me how to cover. And I just want to cover in this specific way and not in a different way. Um, that was really what was hard, you know, hearing from people that you 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 think so highly of and they just telling you what's the big deal just cover with the shade all but if i really connect with covering with this like you know you cannot tell a person like how to cover or you cannot tell them like if they're doing something like oh what's the big deal just do this no it's like everybody has a different sens sensitivity and i just really love my mitpachot i just really want to feel like me because I guess mitpachot, they're just like a part of me, you know? And um, so I was really, really worried. I was so stressed out. I, I really was worried. Um, in the end, I borrowed a shade off from a friend of mine with actual hair. So I have my mesh. All this story is really me stepping out of my comfort zone. Because it, it's really not the way I want to cover. It's really not the way I, I was covering um and you know what like i like i said i was really happy that i ha at least had the opportunity to do that at some point i was really considering stopping but you know this is also my parnasa and this i just feel like i c could do good things with this job and i could make a difference um and i didn't want to like i didn't want it to affect like any anything of my life um like meaning like it was my partner side just you know my husband also really supports me in getting this degree um because he also thinks that this is something that suits me and you know it was really hard because i don't think people that and that's not like to talk to talk negative about anything but i feel like i don't think people that don't cover me the mitpachat and can understand how you can connect to I don't. I, it's hard for me to explain it, to be honest. But I was my mesh stepping out of my comfort zone, and the only reason that I was stepping so much out of my comfort zone was because first, like, I had a lot of like there was a lot of pressure. Like, I really wanted to, you know, just finish the degree. 
um, and just get this over with. And I was just so worried for this next school that I would have the same experience as that first experience that like I didn't know what to do. So I borrowed a week of a friend of mine um, and it was actually I first borrowed a full week and then I borrowed like a fall. Um, which I didn't know was like some say that it's some um, dolim say that it's not so good because the fall can slide but like Baruch Hashem it didn't slide by me um, so I, I borrowed this week and I went there and I also didn't have uh, an observation I had one hour of observation I think so no even not one hour because of corona and everything we just like had the hours that we could teach and you know you're already fortunate <laughs> if you can teach all, all of your hours which they require to pass the, the course so I started to teach and um, in this school, you know, I was really <laughs> a bit scared. I also, maybe I should mention the first two internships was in the first and second grade. And this uh, internship was in the third and the fourth grade. So I have to say that the kids were already a bit older. Um, and I just knew from like before I started that these kids, this age would suit me better it just suits me better like the the 14 year olds the 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 15 16 year olds the 17 year olds they they just we i just click with them better i guess um and you know i i actually this was actually the first time in my life that i actually start liking um Teaching. I start liking, you know, having these conversations with the students about languages and topics. And, you know, like I start to make games for them and I start to really like it. I start to like teaching and I got such good feedbacks for, of both of my mentors of this course. Baruch Hashem Li'aynara. And it's just, it, it taught me a lot in a positive way because like I really was afraid that this would be a bad experience because you know my my classmate told me that it's in a bad school where people you know it's not such a good school not such a good area supposedly not such a good uh, people there or like students but I really really um, had to step out of my comfort zone and I really I really loved it there I to be honest I really loved even though I was wearing that something that didn't feel like me I just did it to get over it I think part of it also was my fear of wearing it because I, I was really fearful that I would like it so much not to stand out but what do I mean to stand out like you know if you wear a tichel in, in, in Europe I guess um, I, I, I don't know if I can say whole Europe but if you wear a tichel let's say just me okay if you wear a tichel in Belgium in Antwerp you stand out um, yes, we have here, you know, different of Hasidut, um, and you have um, ladies that were like a silk tichel, but you don't really have so many ladies that were tichel, and it's just more common to wear shaitals, to wear wigs, and you just stand out, and it's not it's not a bad thing, because some people would say, like, is it then really it's news to stand out, but it's not, it has nothing to do with that, you know, like, like mamash my mitpachat is really my crown and it's really you know my neshama connects to it so much and i feel like i'm doing something good and you know it it took me a while to get where i'm today but baruch hashem um and i feel like you stand out and 
I guess with a with a wig you blend in more. You you um. You you look like them more a bit. You know they they didn't even notice. Like for me it was really obvious that it was a wig, but they didn't even notice that it was a wig. Um, and like something that I said. Oh, this is maybe something that I wanted to say as well. Um. So the first lesson, what I really learned from everything, I never started my introduction saying like, hi, my name is Mrs. This and I studied this and I'm coming to to uh, teach you classes, you know, Dutch and English. Uh, that's usually what I said. Um, but this time I really felt like, I don't know, I felt like Hashem was really sending me to this strange places like you know my strange places like you know to I really wanted to do good and I really felt like okay at least you know if I'm at least if I'm already in such situation and it will be already difficult and I'm already putting a wig which is out of my comfort zone and I'm already like doing the, this and this and this I should just you know say I'm a Jewish I'm Jewish and you know Maybe that I have a husband and a dog, if they want to know that too. Um, and that's it. Because I remember my first internship, they, they kept the students kept asking me, are you Jewish? Are you Jewish? And I just didn't feel comfortable talking with them about it because I felt like there was such racist undertone. But here I was really stepping out of my comfort zone, like I said. I feel like this is the, the main theme of this, um, of this episode. Is stepping out of your comfort zone um so i was stepping out of my comfort zone and i told them like um yeah you know like i'm jewish and i um i felt like if they if that really bothers them then so be it you know what i can i can that's just the way it is and i feel like if you're proud of yourself and if you're proud of being jewish and proud you know of being part of Bnei Israel and part of Hashem and you know recognizing Hashem um wherever you go I feel like people see that people really see that proudness and it's not because I wasn't proud that I didn't want to share that with that those students in that first internship but I just I felt like it wasn't their business I felt like I just was there to teach um and it wasn't their business whether I was Jewish or not or whether what I did in my free time. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are not my students. I just came there to teach like two weeks and that's it. Um, and I feel like I've learned to, to think that wherever I go, whether it's two weeks, whether those students are my students, whether I will know them or not afterwards or ever see them again, it doesn't really matter. But what matters is, is that I should be proud and I should, nothing happens just because I'm not there two weeks just because I'm not, 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 I'm not, not teaching in a Jewish school just because I'm not, not having my internships there just because it all happens with a, with a reason. And I feel like Hashem sent me that there for a reason and I should just say that i'm jewish and if they have a problem with them then so be it you know but i really felt like i should say that because i wanted to i wanted to 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 be open and 
to say like yeah you know normally i do wear a scarf and i can't and it, it it's hurtful um which i'm sure they understood because some of those uh, students also wore a scarf or a hijab um and and i got actually such good response from that school i got actually such nice I, I got into such nice conversations both with the teachers as the students and I'm sure it was also the way I perceived it because I felt like wherever I go I am presenting Hashem regardless if I feel 100% comfortable or not um, 100% myself or not by things that they think um, is right um, and is really not but regardless of everything that happened regardless of everything they that they forced me to do i'm still presenting hashem and i still i i just need to be part of who i am and what i'm part of and who i'm representing and i need to be open of that because maybe to me i'm visibly jewish but maybe to them they've maybe never met a jewish in their life because i remember saying like uh in the start so i miss so and so um, and I'm Jewish and I usually cover my hair with scarves, but you know, I can't and it's, it's um, yeah, it's hard um, I don't know if I said that it's hard, but I'm sure I'm sure they they understood um, And I remember that some of the students afterwards not after the exact first lesson But afterwards um, in the during the internship came to me like oh um, Like I remember you saying that you're Jewish so um, how do you cover your hair? And I told him like, I, I, somehow we got into Orthodox and, um, and they asked like, but you're not Orthodox, are you? And I told him, yes, I am. <laughs> um, and they were really, really surprised because for them, Orthodox is like a Hasidish woman, like for technically Chabad is also a Hasidut, but I mean like a Hasidish woman, you know, the, the, the woman with the, the short wigs and the, the hat on the top. That's for them like a, um, an Orthodox woman. Um, but it's really not. Like Orthodox has many forms, Baruch Hashem, you know. Um, and I just, I don't know. That's really something that I've learned is just to be proud of who I am and to 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 sometimes just say it like as it is and if they make a big deal out of it then so be it but you know you're presenting Hashem and you're just nothing happens because and Hashem puts us in places because maybe somebody there needs to meet a Jewish woman or needs to see a Jewish Orthodox woman you know and realize that we actually have much more in common than that um so yeah that internship was actually the first internship that i really really enjoyed to teach i i i definitely like enjoyed the older students like i said but i knew this from the start i just this was just proof i guess of it um and i guess the the whole moral of the story as i told my students always um is that we don't really know what's best for us, to be honest. Like, not meaning that about to meet Pachot and Shaitos, I'm not getting into that. I'm just meaning, like, I really thought that this school would be so bad and it would bully me, like, in the first school. And, ugh, I really, really was looking, f like, up against it. Um, 
but I, I really didn't know that, like, maybe I just should have said that I'm Jewish and that's it. And, you know, like, maybe I should have just taken Hashem with me along the way. Um, we don't really know what's best for us because I really, I remember it. I really tried changing schools. I was so upset that I got this school and it, it turned out one of the, to be one of the best experiences that I had so far. Um, and it's just, it just proves that, you know, Hashem really does know what's best for us. And Baruch Hashem, I had such experience. Um, cause I noticed that a lot of my classmates had the opposite. They had a very good experience first and then a very bad one. Um, and I had the bad good and then the good. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, you know, like at least, um, I find it better that way. Cause I feel like I've, I've now come to terms with that first experience. I've been able to put it somewhere and grow from it, hopefully <laughs> in a way, <laughs> Um, but you know, really Hashem is not pushing us, uh, punishing us to, to just, you know, punish us, but he's really pushing us to a place where we can grow. Um, because I really felt like, why, why is this happening to me? And I, I didn't really feel like Hashem was punishing me, but you know, sometimes it can feel like that. Sometimes we think like, why is Hashem punishing me? Like, what did I do? But really, he's just pushing us to a place where we can grow. Um, he just knows that we have this ability to grow from a certain place. And he knows where to stretch it. He knows exactly where to push us in order that we'll, we'll flourish. And we'll, we'll come to that point that we can be, that we didn't know we had in us. Um, and I just think that that's a beautiful... Um, a beautiful way to think about it because like I said the real lesson here is to be proud of who you are no matter where you go to know that Hashem is always with you but you need to be always with Hashem and meaning like doesn't matter where you are you just need to be able to say like I'm not saying that you should you know shout from the roof of I'm Jewish <laughs> but you know you should be able to proud to be part of you who you who you are we shouldn't be we shouldn't be we shouldn't like try to blend in, you know, like I really felt that the shadow made me blend in, but that's a whole other like um episode, I guess. <laughs> um but I I really felt like the shadow made me blend in and I just really wanted to 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 be who I am and I'm really with Hashem and Hashem is with me. Like they say, Anivedodivedodili. And I had to step out of my comfort zone and Hashem pushed me out of my comfort zone. Um, but in the end, what, what, what we know from it is that he's really pushing us to a place um, where we can strive, where we can shine, where we can flourish um, and be this amazing flower um, that blooms and is the prettiest flower in the field, you know? Um, I think that's a very, very important lesson, not to think of something as a punishment, but to think of something as a push towards a good direction, which we haven't yet discovered. Um, and the last thing that I think was a lesson of this, um, internship, um, is that we don't 
we, we never really know what's best for us. We think we know. We think we know we are, you know, convinced that we know really what's best for us, but really we don't know, you know. In the end, Hashem really knows what's best for us. Even if we think it's not the best for us, it's still the best for us in the end run, you know. Um, and I think that's just a, a beautiful lesson from these experiences that I had this last year, which was was a crazy year. Ugh, I'm so happy it's over. Um, it was a really, really crazy year. And I just um, am happy to that these lessons, um, that I thought things come together and that these lessons really unfolded. And, you know, because it's not always that we can see the whole picture, but I think such lessons we should definitely keep in our hearts. Um, so that was the, the story of the internship. Um, and obviously it's not finished yet. I have still one more year to go. Bezrat Hashem, it should go smoothly. Um, but I hope you enjoyed uh, hearing my experience. And I'm so happy that I started to record again because I'm sure that I will get back into it. Like uh, if I just, you know, push myself a little bit. <laughs> Um, and step maybe out of my comfort zone <laughs> to stay in the team. Um, but no, it's um, it was it was really a pleasure to to record again. And I hope um, that you'll listen to this and that you'll forward. And if you like this episode, that you'll um, give her a, a, a rating on those stars um, because it really really does help a lot. Or forward it to your friends, uh, any lady that you might know that might benefit from my. Um, podcast or from this episode um and so i hope that you will have because normally i post my i was planning it's been crazy long but i was planning to post my um episodes on sunday but obviously this sunday it's um tisha be'av and we are in the week of av hence why i will have uh, an intro with um the voices instead of uh, music um and I wanted to say that um, you should have an easy and meaningful fest. I'm still, 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 I'm still hoping that Moshiach will come beforehand. Because um, the world really needs it. And, you know, we really need that Hashem just should just reign. And, you know, that's what we really need. We should should just see that happen. Uh, it should happen in our days. And um, if we, if Moshiach didn't come so, until Sunday, so I will hope that you have a tzomkal, have a meaningful and easy fast. And um, yeah, I, uh, I wish you uh, an amazing week uh, still. It's still like a, a two more days, but okay. Uh, I, I hope you have an amazing day and uh, a good Shabbos. And um, until next time. Good Shabbos. Love, Leah.